from the Kramer Basketball Headquarters in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You are listening to the Coach's Edge podcast, powered by CoachesEdge.coach. Here is your host, Steve Kramer. Welcome to the Coach's Edge podcast. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. Cam Riley is our speaker today. This is from one of our Coach's Edge meetings. He's talking about his 100-day off-season program, what that looks like for his team and his players. Perfect timing as we are into the spring and heading into the summer. That's one of the really cool things about CoachesEdge.coach and our membership is beyond the tons and tons of resources that we have inside the site for our coaches is the Zoom calls and the presentations that we have. Like I'll do presentations, or the contributors do presentations. We'll have guest speakers who will talk or do presentations. And then we have some of our Coach's Edge members like Coach Riley give presentations like he did this specific evening on what his 100-day off-season program looks like. This was awesome. We have the video of this in our Coach's Edge.coach membership. But in this episode, we're giving you about 20 minutes of some of the helpful audio clips as he shares the why behind what they do and can paint a really good picture, even from a podcast standpoint of what that looks like and how you may may be able to take some of the things from this interview and, and presentation that he did and apply it to your own basketball team. So with all that said, if you're interested about coachesedge.coach, now's the best time to join. We are into our launch at this point. I'm happy to answer any questions that you may have. As far as your membership, you can email me, contact at KramerBasketball.com. It's a three-month uh, membership, so you can cancel it. It's not going to, you know, it's not like you're paying up front for a year or anything like that. You're committing for three months. You can discontinue that membership at any time, no strings attached. Um, if, if there's anything that we can do for you, please let us know. I'm happy to meet with anyone who has questions about CoachesEdge.coach and hop on Zoom and show you what the website looks like, how we break down um, the different blocks and the buckets inside Coach's Edge as far as program development section, our player development section, our strategy X's and O's that has different courses on it as far as zone offense. We have a new one coming out with dribble drive. We have a 1-3-1 zone offense course. We have a strength and conditioning program in season, a strength and conditioning program off season that you can you know, download all of those uh, as well or check out some of the videos as we break down what that looks like for your athlete. Tons of resources, and I'm happy to tell you more about it. Contact at careerbasketball.com. Thank you very much to Coach Riley for taking the time to speak to us and share what he does with this 100-day off-season program. Let's get to the show. So if you're looking at this screen here, it's under program development and coaching calendar. And you click that and it's gonna pop up and you can download that PDF. And so there's some my thoughts combined with some uh, other coaches of what they had uh, thought about as well. Couple other things as we get into the spring, uh, be prepared for a lot of uploads, a lot of presentations with coachesedge.coach. Okay, we are working. Coach Tro mostly and myself as well are working on uh, some dribble drive offense concepts. So there'll be like a 
essentially you can unmute real quick coach tro it'll kind of be like a course there'll be uh some video there'll be different pdf handouts there'll be some presentation and we'll be slowly um, revealing that from mid-april which is when we'll encourage coaches uh any new coaches to join uh coach's edge so coach anything you want to talk about regarding dribble drive offense before we hand it over to coach riley uh, not much. Just excited uh, to share it and then also get feedback and kind of bounce ideas off coaches of what they do. Um, you know, so looking forward to that. And I'm, the thing that's kind of takes a little while is just finding game clips because I feel as a learner, you know, as a coach, like I watch, I like watching those game clips, see where like they're implemented and compared to fast draw. So that's what I'm trying to do right now during spring break is just find some clips that can show you guys like the concepts that uh, I'm going to present on, I guess. Yeah. Excellent. So it's going to be a mix of, okay, concepts, seeing what things look like on fast draw and then showing you some game clips. And so really high level uh, presentations from that standpoint. And there'll be some other presentations that I'm working on of uh, getting very specific, like what does, what does a ball, like a good solid ball handling workout look like? I'll show you in my opinion, what a really good ball handling workout, what would 45 minutes to an hour of a really good shooting workout for your players? What would that look like? I'll do a little presentation on that. Um, we have a lot of coaches in our membership that run dribble drive, which is the reason why we're we're digging into that. Um, and the majority of our coaches that join Coach's Edge usually put down in the notes when they sign up some form of player development that they want to get better at, whether that's just learning about the game, getting new drills and things like that. So, again, we'll, we'll continue to put new resources up there in that area. OK. All right. So as we get started. Already introed Coach Riley a little bit. So, Coach, I'm going to hand this over to you. First and foremost, thanks for joining us, telling us about your offseason program. It's perfect timing. Tell us about yourself, a little bit about how this last season went, and then what made you join Coach's Edge as a member. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for having me, Coach. Uh, super excited to, to be here. Um, as you said, uh, Coach Riley, I coach at Fowler High School. Uh, it's in central Michigan. Uh, just finished my fourth season. Uh, we finished third in our league. We play in the Central Michigan Athletic Conference. Uh, we were really happy with that. We had two teams, uh, Puam Westphalia and Langsburg, who played in the D3 state uh, quarterfinal. We are in Division Four. Um, lost in the district final, but um, had a great season. The most exciting part is we actually bring all five starters back next year. So um, we're excited to kind of build on that. Um, join Coach's Edge just because, you know, I'm a, you know, a student of the game. I love to learn um, and I love talking and learning from other like-minded coaches. And I thought that this has been a great opportunity to do just that. So um, I preach to my players all the time about continuous learning. So I think it's kind of my responsibility to do the same. So this has been great. Um, and, uh, just to talk why I, you know, why I decided to do the hundred day off season program. First of all, I want to say that all the ideas, all the things that I have in there are ideas that I got from other coaches. Um, I didn't, you know, think any of these things up, you know, I got some stuff from coach Kramer, um, some stuff from coach Rone at Mount Vernon, coach Flannery at DeWitt high school, um, Don Showalter at USA basketball, but just kind of took some different ideas that I liked and then kind of mold it into, you know, what I felt would fit our program best. Um, but the 100-day off-season program is exactly what it sounds. It's a skills uh, challenge that we give to our entire program, grades 3 through 12, and it runs from May 1st to August 8th. 
The reason I did it is I realized, you know, regardless of what scheme we run, um, it really does not matter if we don't have guys who can handle the ball, pass the ball and score the ball. <laughs> you know, we kind of came up as coaches. We talked, you know, skill um, over scheme was kind of our philosophy. And uh, some of the benefits that we've, you know, kind of realized in four short years of running it, um, first and foremost, it's improved the overall skill within our program. Um, you know, it, it started actually the first two years I did just strictly shooting, uh, where we challenged kids to make a certain number of shots. Uh, after that, I decided to um, include shooting, but in addition to that, challenge kids to get a certain number hours of ball handling. Um, and you'll see when I show you some of the workouts here in just a minute, um, included in that is also some ball, uh, excuse me, some footworking stuff and also some passing. Um, so build skill, it's improved skill throughout our entire program. The next thing it does is it just kind of builds this culture of work, um, without really even talking about culture at all. Um, and what I mean by that is it kind of, we talk to our players all the time about what are you going to do from the end of the season right now to the start of the season in November. And we talk to them about preparing for the season and not waiting for the season and there's a huge difference. Um, and so uh, this is kind of our way as a coaching staff to kind of aid them in preparing for the season and giving them resources that they can use, you know, at their disposal to improve who they are as a player and maybe improve, you know, where they're at and what their role is on our team for the upcoming season. And then it's just another thing that you can talk to your players about how, you know, we do more you know, mindset, you know, this is just something else that we can talk to the players and say, you know what, this is something we do that you do um, that maybe not some other programs do. And so it just, again, kind of creates a culture of work. Um, the next thing, it just puts accountability on the player. Um, it, it's a great way. I know all of you probably have players who um, at some point throughout the course of a long season is unhappy with their role on the team. And um, I just think it makes it really easy if you have a player who comes to you and says, coach, why am I not playing? Which is a legitimate question. But as the coach, you kind of have something that you can go to and say, well, hey, listen, like, you know, you and I, we met at the end of the season. I told you you weren't really where you needed to be. We gave you this resource. Did you do it? Um, and if a player didn't, you know, it's just a really short conversation and again, puts that account accountability back on them. Um, and so again, another thing that benefit puts accountability on player. Um, the next thing, the last thing is it allows you to reach all players. Um, I think that this is maybe the most important thing. One thing I realized after I took this varsity position um, is holy cow, it's really hard not only to just reach all my varsity players, but to reach the entire program. And for me, I think it's really important to catch guys before they get to the varsity level. So this is just one way. It makes it accessible for every single player. And it's practical because they can do it at home. They can do it on their own time. And it shows them what to do. You know, I believe that players want to be better and they want to improve who they are as a player and as a person. Um, but a lot of them don't know how. And so I think giving them this resource, um, you know, really helps them uh, become the player that they want to be. So um, kind of long-winded there, but those are just the benefits, just to name the ones that came to mind first that we found 
in four years. Coach, I'm going to share my screen here in a minute and just show what it is, unless you have any questions or comments at this time. Keep going, Coach. This is great stuff. All righty. So, yeah, so I told you kind of what it is, the benefits, why we do it, so on and so forth. Um, now I'm going to kind of show you exactly what it is. This is an Excel file that I have. Um, again, the format I got from, I can't remember what coach it was. I think it was Coach Rone. Um, but anyway, um, I have an Excel spreadsheet. And what I do is I, I save this. I send it to all the <clears throat> players and their parents via email. Um, but I also, with the high school players, in late April, early May, I meet with them all. I think it's late April, actually. It's late April. I, I go up to the school, I meet with them on lunch, and I give them a packet that includes all of these things that I'm about to show you right now. But anyway, the first one, the most important one, is just going to tell the kids, okay, it's May 1st through August 8th. It's going to outline the goals that they have, um, you know, like right here, 20,000 makes, 25 hours of ball handling. Goals three and four, I just added on there. They're not required for the challenge. Um, it's just something, you know, for them to maybe just a benchmark for them to make. Um, we do tier ours. So we have, you know, like the, 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 the platinum is 20,000 makes and 25 hours of ball handling, but then we have gold and silver as well. So it's a little, you know, especially for our younger guys, you know, it may just be 15,000 makes and 10,000 hours of ball handling. And then what we do is we just guys who get the platinum, get a, you know, a Navy t-shirt, and then your, your gold is white t-shirt and then your bronze is, you know, a gray t-shirt or whatever. Um, but it just gives guys, especially the younger guys, an opportunity to reach one of these benchmarks. And then we just talk a little bit about, you know, three important things, what, what's important when kids enter into a workout. And on the end, I just put some important dates for them. Um, just to, it's just a clean and easy way to kind of tell the kids what they're getting into. I think clarity helps them. I think if you can give kids clarity, they're more likely to do it. So this sheet just kind of serves um, as an informational piece for them. And then we break down the workouts by uh, these tabs. Uh, we have two bigs workouts, which you can see right now. We have two guard workouts, and then we have four ball handling workouts. So as you can see here, um, we have the workout, we write it out, and then right here, you'll see there's a link. So for a lot of our kids, they may look at this and they say, okay, ball handling, two ball series, you know, and they may look at windshield wipers and say, what is that? We put this link on here so they can click it. I don't know if you guys can still see my screen. Let me know if you can't, but it brings them right to the video um, and it walks through again and they can see it. So in any case, you click that link and it'll take you right to the video and it goes through the workout. Um, just another way we wanna make it easier and more accessible to the players. Um, so as you can see our workouts, we have form shooting in all of them. And then we do, it's always has some ball handling. Then we do some footwork and then we do some finishing. Um, and then, you know, again, footwork and finishing and then some finishing and then always ends with shooting. So it, it includes all types of offensive skill, not just shooting. And you'll see a little bit of variation, not a ton, but you'll see a little bit of variation from the bigs to the guards. And in the email that I send to the parents, I tell them like, I don't necessarily care which workout you do. Um, I actually don't even care if you take half of the guard workout and half of the big workout, you know, it really doesn't matter. All we care is that they're doing something that is included 
on the workouts that we provide to them to make sure that it's meet, their, their time is meaningful. This is the ball handling. We did, um, we did uh, a ball handling workout for each day. Um, as you can see here, we, we do some stationary. That's either one or two balls. Um, again, here you can see single ball on the move where we're getting them up the court, changing direction, so on and so forth. And then some footwork stuff. Sometimes they're handling it, sometimes they're not. Um, and like I said, we do a Monday, a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Thursday. And then here's the link that they can click on again. And it walks them through the workout. Um, these are a little bit shorter than the bigs and the guards workouts because they're just strictly ball handling. You know, we try to keep it pretty short um, make it, you know, more likely for the guys to do it. And then the last thing that I include on here, um, is the actual log that they can use. So I just literally put all the days from May, June, July, um, again, want to make it as easily easy, um, and accessible as possible. Um, this one actually, they can enter in their minutes and it converts it to hours for them, um, which is super simple, but again, just one less thing they have to do. Um, and then, excuse me, this is a shooting log. And then here's the ball handling log. Um, that's where it converts it to hours for them. But uh, anyway, that's the Excel piece of it. Again, I print this off for the, play, the high school players and give it to them. I tell them they can keep track on their phone. They can use this Excel sheet to enter it in on the computer, or they can print it off and do it pencil and pen, I really don't care so long as they're keeping track of their time um, working out. Um, and then they just have to submit it to me by a certain date. And then all the players who complete the challenge receive a t-shirt. And then we also announce their, uh, you know, announce the, the winners at a home bar C game during the season. Um, and that's really it. I mean, that's, that's the whole thing. Um, I gave you a little bit of why. If anyone has any questions, I talk to coach, like, please feel free to throw them at, at me and we can, we can discuss. Coach, are they doing these workouts all on their own when you're doing the four player workouts in the summer? Are they doing these? What does that look like? Yeah, great question. So um, this isn't the only thing we do. So we also do four mans through the off season. Um, and a lot of the stuff that they're doing in here, they're also doing in the four mans. Um, so, um, yeah, like I said, they're going to do these in four minutes, but it's also, um, this is specifically what I'm showing you right now is stuff that they do on their own time and at home. Do you have them count the work that they do in the four mans toward this or no? I do. Yep. yep. I tell them that their work in four mans counts towards, um, this challenge here. I figure if I don't, then they're, they're there's less of an incentive for them yeah. to show up to four man. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, for sure. So. 20,000 makes you got the ball handling 25 games of one-on-one. -on -one. What does that look like? Yeah. So the 25 games of one-on-one, -on -one, it actually isn't part of the challenge. It's just okay. something that we want to encourage them to do. So um, that's just something that, and like the last one you see there, make your own, like we're just, trying to teach them it's important for them to set goals for themselves and then strive to achieve them. 25 games of one-on-one -on -one was just something we thought was important, kind of a lost art, like get in the driveway and play, you know, 
Um, another thing I, I didn't mention before, I want to mention now this gold chasers part right here. It seems simple, but this is, I think, a really important piece because I think a lot of guys look at this and they say, 20,000 makes, I'm never going to get 20,000 makes. But I think if you can tell them that that's only 200 per day, um, it seems a little bit more digestible uh, and, and doable to them. So uh, we just break it down. Um, and I think that that's an important piece for guys. It kind of breaks a large goal into smaller segments for them. And even the 25 hours, like that seems like a ton of ball handling. And then I look and say, oh, it's only 15 minutes a day. Yep. That's not... Yeah. Yeah, it's that that's been a big that's an important thing. Um, we did again want to kind of give guys a visual and give them clarity. Um, and we, yeah, I'll be honest with you, we've had kids do uh, quite a few kids reach the platinum level. So, um, the longer we do it, um, the more skilled kids become, the more they enjoy working out because no one. <laughs> No one likes going into a gym and not being able to hand the ball, handle the ball with their left hand. Um, so as they get more skilled, we found that they just enjoy being in there more and it becomes something they want to do for themselves. You have third graders through 12th graders that can yes. access this. What's, yes. uh, yep. you know, what, is, what does that look like as far as, you know, how many kids are generally in, involved and achieve um, you know, the, the 10 minutes and the 50 minutes per day, or the, you know, would you, would you say platinum gold, silver? Is that what it was? Yep. You know, what, what yep. are some, you know, results? That yeah. You yeah. So um, just to give some perspective um, and context here. So we're, we're a pretty small district. Um, our high school grades nine through 12th has about 185 students. Um, we've had as many as 25 boys complete this challenge. Uh, and we've had as few as 15. Um, but we've gotten to the point, which I think is pretty cool. I actually had players last year who did part of the challenge. So I had a kid who made like 15,000 shots, but he only got eight hours of ball handling. But they're still turning in their sheet to me to show me like, coach, this is the work that I put in. So, um, and that goes back to that cultural work thing too, and the accountability. Um, it's now more about, you know, at first I think it was like, they wanted a t-shirt, but now I think it's become more about just getting the work in, in the off season. And yeah. What have you found to be the best way? And the second part is, do you have like checkpoints? Like, all right, at the end of June, we're going to have a checkpoint. Yeah. Um, so um, as far as turning it in goes, most every kid has turned it in me on paper. And I don't know why that's what they prefer. Um, you know, again, small community, they, they all know I'm at, I'm easy to find. So I don't know, maybe that's what it is, but most of the kids have turned in on paper. A lot of parents, especially for the younger kids, just mail it to me. Um, I've received an email um, where they just wrote it down on paper, but then scanned it or filled it out in Excel. Um, and then checkpoints. So I have done one year, I did checkpoints where I would just send out an email each month and just kind of encourage kids to stay the course and continue to put the work in. And that was the best turnout that we had. So I probably should have continued that last year, but I didn't. <laughs> um, but I, I would highly recommend if you do this to have monthly checkpoints. You know, we, I did do it one year, found it to be um, of value. Tell us a little bit about some of the other important dates that you have down there and how you go about emphasizing those as players get into the summer and off season. 
Yeah, for sure. So we just like to, you know, June is a, a big time for us, um, especially just to build team chemistry, get an idea of what numbers are like, what our rotation looks like, um, and just competing and having fun and building relationships. So we really like to get out in front. Like I said, I think I meet with the guys late April, get them these dates so we can make sure that they're there. Um, the first one is a youth high school camp that I do in-house. It's usually the first four days, um, the first week that the kids get out of school. In the morning, I do um, third through eighth. I have my varsity players there. They're interacting with the, with the little guys. It's super cool. They're coaching them. They're helping them through drills and stuff like that. We have a lot of fun with that. And then after that, after the youth camp's done, everyone goes home and then we come back in the afternoon and it's grades nine through 12, all players and all coaches. And that's just an opportunity for us to get our freshmen acclimated to the program, let them know how we do things, why we do things the way we do them, um, and uh, put in our base offense and base defense. And that's a really special time for us as a program. Um, again, building relationships, but also just getting everyone acclimated and, and adjusted to the culture of our program and getting ready. Those are the four days we use to prepare to compete for the rest of the summer. The next thing, uh, we try to do two, I do two, team camp type deals where we go somewhere to a college and play. Uh, we do hope team camp coach Mitchell and coach George and those guys out at hope are phenomenal. It's great competition. Um, and then we also did the big North shootout last year, which was awesome. We're doing it again this year, coach troll. You're probably, you're going to be there. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to be there. Um, we love that. Our kids can't wait to go there. We stayed at um, Boyne Mountain Resort, took the kids to the water park. They just loved it. So we're, we're excited to go back. Uh, high school open gyms, we do um, every Sunday, um, six to seven, grades ninth through 12th. Um, they have a lot of fun. Um, we, we throw them all together. So we have freshmen playing with seniors and junior. It's just everyone together. And uh, we do that through the month of June. And so I just throw those dates on there again. So to kind of be proactive instead of reactive kids can kind of parents can plan because most of our kids are dual sport athletes and so the sooner they can have dates the better they're going to be for planning purposes coach can you click on the big workouts again yep. let's take a look at that yeah um and so it's it's not just you know you have as a whole you have shooting and ball handling is something that you're emphasizing but then you have these players who may not be required in a game to dribble quite as much. So walk us through what a workout like that would look like. Um, Cause you still have ball handling in there, but obviously that workout looks different than your guard workouts. Yeah. So um, the big workout is going to put a little bit more of an emphasis on obviously finishes around the rim. Like for example, you look here at our touch series, that's all focused on what we call the X's like right in front of the rim. And so they're working on the footwork uh, to get there and then what they're going to do once they arrive, at, you know, at that desired location. So um, shot fake, step through, um, drop step, um, you know, those sorts of things. But, you know, coach, just in general, um, some people may look at our workouts and say, you know, why the heck do you got, you know, this guy who's probably not going to shoot more than five times a game or maybe even, a, you know, a month. 
you know, doing it, you know, getting 20,000 makes in. And, you know, the whole, I think the most important thing with these workouts and this off-season challenge is that kids gain confidence in themselves. You know, I, I just think if you have five players on the floor at all times who are confident with the ball in their hands and confident to take, take a shot if they have to, you're just really hard to defend. And so I, I'm, I'm less concerned with what that kid's role is when I give him a workout um, and more concerned with him just putting in the time, handling the ball, passing the ball, shooting the ball, or creating space without a dribble um, than I am with something more specific. So um, I don't know if that answers your question at all, but um, that, you know, the confidence piece is one of the biggest and most important things for us. How long does a workout like this generally take? Yeah, great question. So this is probably, it's, I try to keep it under a half an hour. Um, you know, I was looking at some of the makes on the side. I was like, I think you probably get through this pretty quick, depending on, you know, how really just how many, how long is it taking to make those 200 shots at the end? Yeah. So it doesn't take long and those 200. So people have asked me before, like, you know, the, the 200 shots, I don't necessarily <laughs> care what those are. They can be one dribble pull-ups, you know, catch and shoot threes, um, lifts, drift. You know, we just, that's where I kind of put it on the players and I say, what shots do you take? You know, right. and that's kind of what I want you doing and mix it up. But like, I'm perfectly fine. If a guy goes out and does mic and drills, he can count those as makes, you know. Um, uh, you know, I love that. I love the fact that you're counting finishes as well. Because I mean, what's, what's the shot that you want most in the game? Layups. All right, so you're yeah. counting those. That's good. And so, you know, uh, we don't care what they are. And for me, like I keep the workouts really short because I know for myself, you know, a lot of times like, well, dang, I don't really want to go for a run. And so, you know, if I think about running four miles, I'm probably not going to go out get off the couch. But if I think about running a hundred meters, you know, and I go do that, then usually by the end of that hundred meters, I'm ready to go, you know? And so we give them this knowing it takes like what, 20 minutes, but like, I know, I know very well, there's a good chance by the time he's done with that, he might get 25 to 50 more makes in, you know, um, it's more of a, it's more of a framework and then kids can build off that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can see kids going through this and be like, well, I'm already in the gym or I'm already in the driveway. Like, let me, you know, spend another 15 minutes or, or longer out here. You know, yeah. And I know like for the 200 great. makes, like if I got, if a kid, you know, is, is in the gym doing this, um, he's on the gun, it's already gone. Like he might, he might get 400 and, you know, this is more just kind of, and that's one thing I emphasize to the kids, like, this is a framework, like it, it's not a cookie cutter type deal. You know, you can deviate from this. This is just to get you started and have a plan. Um, that is one thing we do stress to guys is before you go work out, like, know what you want to do, know what you want to accomplish. Like, don't just go into the gym, um, have a plan. Um, cause that's ultimately probably going to determine what they get out of it. Mm -hmm.